All right, welcome to the Hot Grits Podcast, Season 2, Episode 12. That's episode number 32. Overall, I'm Travis Janon, and with me, as always, is Spencer Maddox. Thanks, Trav. Yeah, we've got a uh, we've got a big, big show today. I don't know how many times you've heard me say that. That's right, Trav. Um, so we're talking NFL, uh, Falcons. It's two a time, apparently, for same, whatever reason, out of nowhere. Same shit we always talk about. Can we just jump right into it? Because we got sure. we got a bunch. Yeah, if yeah, you yeah. That. yeah, yeah. Tell uh, the people the fucking what you did Braves to the Braves. Lost. Tell the people what you what did, I to, did the to the Braves. Uh, we keep a running document. People that listen to this show know that we keep a document throughout the week. And um, also in this episode, Spencer, you're going to tell me when I leave the mic. Yeah, you do it all we the fucking time. We have these nice fucking mics and I just keep every episode. I mess it up because I get lost in my takes. I mean, who wouldn't get lost in these gorgeous takes? But uh, Spencer, on the document that we keep throughout the week, and by we I mean me, because of course you don't look at it. Uh, I look at the fucking, I added to the doc yesterday. Dude. This guy, as we record this on Wednesday, October 21st. Spencer, on Tuesday, October 20th, uh, two days after the Braves are eliminated by the Dodgers in the NLCS, Spencer puts on the dock that he bet the Dodgers to win the World Series when they were down 2-0 to the Braves. Now, keep in mind, he did not put this on the document last week or when they were down 2-0. He made it clear to to nobody, you made it clear to nobody that you had a bet until now that the Dodgers are up 1-0 in the World Series, yeah. now you tell us about the futures bet? I just told you about it. Why didn't you tell me when they were down 2-0 that, oh shit, I had the Dodgers? You can't just say that you had a futures bet now that it's like lining up perfectly. Why not? That's bullshit. Like, what are we talking? We talk about bets every week and you don't even tell us <laughs> well, that you have I a future. I didn't want, to tell you. I didn't you, want it to happen. You got, the Falcons, you got the Falcons future winning the Super Bowl? No. I've got the Patriots and I've got uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers because I got great odds on those two. Since I got I got good odds on Patriots and Bucks that were better than I saw anywhere else. Same thing with the Dodgers. That's the reason I took with Dodgers because it was I was like that doesn't make sense. That's beside the point. Why didn't you tell us the people? Because I didn't want it to happen. That's why I wasn't trying to speak it into existence. But I don't I, know. It, it's have, tough to believe. I came, it's I, tough to believe. Do you want to see it? I can fucking pull it no, up. No, no, no. I believe, I believe that the bet was made. Okay. You knew. You thought last week that you were dead and buried and you weren't going to make that shitty pick public. You were just oh, going to let might, that That might die. be the case. Now, here I am burning and dying every week at Georgia Southern, <laughs> telling the world about how shitty I am at gambling. Well, dude, it wasn't over with yet. And also... And it's against your own team. I know. I know. It's shitty. That's the thing. When we're down 3-1, or when we're down 3-1, when the Dodgers Dodgers were down 3-1, I, as a Braves fan, wasn't convinced that we were winning yet. Like, I was like, in my mind, I was like, these guys could still lose 50-50. Turns out they never were. Yeah. Which, I mean, that that lines up with my thinking. If you've heard more than one episode of this show, you know that I'm a pessimistic Braves fan. So... You got 32 to pick from now. 32 episodes. (laughs) We're out here, dude. We Whoa. are in these concrete streets. Grinding, dude. And look at us. We got fucking microphones and shit. What uh, what size do you think collapse? This is almost too nice for us, these microphones. It's like, uh, I don't know. Yeah, we need to go do We need to go over to Coach's Corner and get on top of a teepee. And <laughs> start. Listen, what is that teepee like now? Because they have the honk when you ride by Victory Drive. Honk yeah. for the Braves. Yeah. Like, since they've been doing that. Probably. What do you mean? No, since they've been doing that, probably. The Braves have actually won the last game they played in the playoffs. Won. Yeah. They won in 95. Ugh. 
Like it's just crazy to think every year, and they still keep putting it out. And when we were at Coach's Corner with uh, with Carl Demasi and Rubbin and Grubbin, yeah, the NASCAR podcast, um, part of the Coach's Corner network. Shout out Coach's Corner. Um, when we were over there, they were like kind of, whoa, you're not you're not buying the Braves, you're not. And I think, oh, I know. Was this this was after the Marlins series or late Marlins series? No, it was in the Marlins series. Okay. But no, no, no. I actually think it was in the Red Series. That's why we were both like, man, I don't fucking know, dude. Either way, though, like, the Braves, they never lost a game until they played the Dodgers. Yeah. And so they, they were rolling, and we the, still never bought it. But did the Braves get you this year? They got me, dude. They got me. They oh, yeah. Got me. Well, I mean, when it and went we to— We just told ourselves over and over. Well, when, whenever we lost, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this for all my Braves fans. This team is close, man. But that— they're, yeah. they're a piece away, for sure, especially when you go up against somebody like the Dodgers— but I don't think there's another team in the NL that would beat them in a seven-game series. Do you? I don't think so. And, I mean, th- that should. They could have. I mean, could have. Could yeah, have, but yeah. should have. But no. here's the thing. The Dodgers should have beat them. We Once we lost this. game six, in my mind, I was like, fuck this, bro. I mean, if we win game seven, great. But I already knew. I already knew that we probably weren't winning game seven. That we were. The collapse was on. Since, I mean, since the ALCS and NLCS both moved to seven-game series. All time when a team gets up three to one, prior to this, yeah, year, uh, they were twenty nine and three. Yeah, um, that's tough. So, but they weren't. The Braves were up three those, to those they were teams, up two zero in the series. Those they were teams up three one, three two, and they were tied three three. Those teams weren't playing the Dodgers, and teams of the Dodgers quality don't often go down three one. So. But here you have to qualify that. Didn't you and I say when we were talking about the Braves and when they were rolling, yeah. when they were scoring twenty nine runs against the Fish, when they were absolutely rolling despite not having starting pitching? Didn't we say how great is this team? How fun is this team? And how shitty is it that they could be great, premier, top three teams if they just made one move? Yeah, just make one move for a starter, and then that person starts game. Three, four, or five, inevitably, whoever you acquired at the deadline. I just want to let you, you know probably, you're doing a great job of keeping your face in the mic. You probably, thank you. You probably win one of those games if you're the Braves. And so it's just so agonizing that somehow. Well, I mean, you can't nitpick them too much because they ran out of steam spinning. They, they ran out of steam, seven. but you can't you can't nitpick them too much because they were right about Ian Anderson. They were mostly right about Wilson and Wright. Right? right? Like, I, I mean, they had they dominated the playoffs with their pitching. And if they had had the team that they thought they were going to have, presumably, I don't know if they were looking this far ahead, but if they had Soroka and they had the team he they thought He was hurt in his second start of the year. I know, brutal. They had the whole year I to know, figure it out. I know, but nobody was trading. Nobody was fucking moving people. Other people did it. I know. Other people got better. Yeah. I mean, if, if they would have gotten Lance Lynn, you got to think they probably win the World Series this year. Now, looking back, they, like Christian Pache, obviously, can't move that's, that's uh, you know, a silver lining. But here's the thing. I mean, it. If you I, told, I was, I was so grateful this. Would that you we trade didn't Christian Pache for, Pache for the next twelve years for a for a World Series, a guaranteed World Series this year? I don't know, man. I guess so. Yeah, I would. I don't know. Now, not what if the, he turns into the, Ronnie Acuna? You know I, what I mean? Like, would you trade Ronnie Acuna for a World fuck Series? No. Fuck no, no, because he gives you a chance at multiple for a World Series. You wouldn't for a guaranteed World Series? No, Acuna's my guy. All right, who else? You wouldn't trade Freeman. Would you trade 
Would you trade 12 years of, uh, or excuse me, would you trade Chipper Jones' whole career for one more World Series uh-uh. in there? No, no, no. That's not, not fair. fair. Listen. Not we, fair. We both acknowledge widely, and it, the sports gods are listening, and we have a healthy respect for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, sports gods. Now, fuck them right now, dude. Listen. You see what they've done to us? If the Braves were to win, they trade Ronnie Acuna, they trade their soul for a World Series this year, that opens up a chance for who? The Georgia Bulldogs. That opens up a chance for your beloved Hawks. <laughs> I'm telling you it does, Spencer. <laughs> someone has to win. You knew when oh, Georgia no. went out, and we'll talk about the Bulldogs in a second, they did their part to play the storyline uh, against Alabama in the second half under the bright lights. You knew when Georgia went out and got their ass kicked Saturday night. Yeah. Oh, shit. There is no chance the Braves win. And, of course, it came down to what? A freak play in Game 7. Now, yep. Not really a freak play, a boneheaded play. By the Atlanta Braves, and it absolutely shut them down. They were already looking gassed. Darn it! They the hitters were looking gassed, the pitchers were looking gassed, and understandably, they so. were so close, man. I mean, they, they honest to God should have won Game Seven too. I keep thinking that of like, course. they should have won it. Fourth and, inning, the fourth inning, they're up in the game. Yeah, second and third. Is, is that when? Out. Is that Dan's being? Is that Dan's being Austin Riley? Yeah, and Swanson play. and 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 then Freddie getting robbed. I mean. They played him perfectly there, but like they played him perfectly on the ball that was hit to left center, crushed. They robbed them literally of a home run. Mookie Betts did. Uh, um, Bellinger was everywhere. He hits a home run with two outs and two strikes on the eighth pitch of an at bat. One inning after, Kike Hernandez hits a home run with two strikes and two outs on the eighth pitch of an at bat. And you know what? All that. But I, Riley I keep, and Swanson, that play is going to go down in Braves. I mean, that yeah, is like... That was brutal. That's not infield fly stuff against the Cardinals, but it's close. That was brutal. Bro, it is close. That, thank, that was Austin awful. Riley. Austin Riley better thank his fucking lucky stars that he hit the home run that ended up deciding game one. Or You know what I mean? Yeah. You better fucking thank his I lucky mean, stars. He because had his he moments, but dude, gone. I'm telling you... He would you, be gone, bro. For me, Austin Riley is not like... We actually had that on the dock. Do you want to talk about that now? Do you think he's the third baseman of the future? Get it all out. All the brave stuff, get it out. Like I don't I think he can be a starting third baseman for a World Series contending team for the next six to eight years. Yeah. For sure. But no, I don't think if I'm going down power ranking the Braves twelve best players or twelve power ranked players, prospects and vets, I don't I mean, Austin he Riley, hasn't, he there, hasn't. there are a bunch of Austin Rileys floating around the league. I'll just yeah. say that. I mean, he's I nothing mean, special. He hasn't, he hasn't, well, I will say this, his power is special. He can hit the ball. When he, when now, he makes, it's when not he, really rare. There's a bunch he, of those guys around. When he hits, makes contact with the ball, he hits it further than just about anybody. It's always just been about making contact with the ball for him. So I think, I mean, the more he stays in the cage, if he, if he gets his launch angle right, you know, all that baseball guy bullshit. That was good baseball guy You're stuff. welcome. I, I think Austin Riley could be a really good hitter. I don't think he's going to be a great hitter ever. I think he can hit 35 bombs in a year, but for like, sure. I'm asking that question about Riley on the dock, but that's not really a question. Here's the thing about the Braves. They don't really have a lot of questions. At Remember last year, they get stopped by the Cardinals. Your boy, Mike Fultonevich, went out and did his damn thing. They get stopped by the Cardinals, and you got a bunch of questions. You knew Donaldson was moving on. You kind of wonder what's going on with the yeah. rotation. Uh, are they, is Marcakis coming back? Uh, what are they doing at catcher? Like all this kind of stuff was floating around. Now it's really, are you going to go get another starter? But more than anything else in the world, what are they going to do about Marcelo Zuna? 
You've got yeah. to re-sign the guy that hit the most home runs in the National League and drove in the most runs in the National League. What you, I mean, what are you going to pay? It was one. It's just. It's a sixty-game season. You gotta pay him, man. What are you gonna pay him? You gonna pay him what Donaldson just got this past year? Well, you gotta pay. Look him. how that fucking turned out, man. I, I, well, look. But here's the thing: you, you got, really, you got Freed and Soroka contracts in the and next, in mind, contracts in the next eighteen to twenty-four. Keep in mind, we said on this podcast the reason that they didn't re-sign Josh Donaldson, the reason they brought Azunia in on a one-year deal as opposed to a multiple For is because sure. they have Drew Waters. For waiting. sure. But you know Spencer, what I mean? He went out and led the league in home. I know, dude. I mean, like, you, and you gotta, he produced, I would say there's a large majority of Marcelo Azuna that deserves uh, but you're not getting him on a credit deal. for Freeman's MVP. Freeman's going to win the MVP. Yeah. A lot of that has to do with, with you're not getting Marcelo Azuna. You're not getting Azuna on another one-year deal. So no. what do you do? Do you move... Yeah, you Drew pay. Waters immediately? No, you open the bank and pay him. Marquecas comes off the books next year. Maybe you could trade him with Kyle Wright and maybe convince someone to take on that contract and dump some money. Yeah. But here's the thing. Drew Waters ain't getting blocked. If you get blocked by Nick Marquecas or Adam Duvall... Well, that's not the issue. Well, I just dinged Well, I don't think... I mean, like, look... That's Acu- not the issue. Acuna's a lock. Pache's a lock. Pache? We think. And then you... So the DH presumably is gone, so you have to put... No, no, no. Let's presume that it's there. Presume that it's, it's there? there? Yeah. So Azuna in DH, and then you, you put Drew Waters in left. That's what you're saying. I don't think Drew Waters is starting opening day for the Braves. Yeah, no I mean, chance. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. He would already be up there if... It'll be Mar- It'll be your boy Marquegas in the Seminole. Sucks. Um, Darnell's coming back. Like, they got all that. Soroka won't be back till August. Um, but let me ask you this. Do no, you buy... Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. One, one second, because I didn't get everything out on Riley, because I... Oh. I am a I am a noted Riley fan. Young Babe Ruth. Uh, yeah, the young handsome Babe Ruth. Don't get it wrong. Young handsome Babe Ruth. The young, young handsome, handsome Babe Ruth. One Riley's not wasn't the issue to this team for sure. I, and if anything, I think he was a plus this year. Even though he didn't really hit great it, at times, he was a boon. You know what I mean? Like at times he hit great, but overall yeah, he was all right. He was all he right. was all right. But how like how huge is it? And we just saw with the Dodgers that seven, eight, and nine hole hitting fucking bombs. How huge is it to have somebody that's cheap, which he'll probably make, never make like a shit ton of money in the league? Well, he's a, uh, he's at least a couple years away from that. Anyway, yeah. So he's like, cheap. Who cares? But he can hit 25 to 30 bombs, and in the postseason, he's got that pot. At any point, he can hit it out of the park. You I know, know what I mean? That's so I guess, huge, dude, he's just, dude. Like anytime I see him come we up, saw I don't Kike have confidence. Hernandez, Chris Taylor. But I didn't Austin either. ain't that guy. He doesn't put the ball in play when no, he has he to doesn't. put the ball in play. He randomly runs to third base 30 seconds after he's supposed to. Um, forgotten on that play, Nick Markick has still found a way to stay on first. He did a shit job of base running also. And you know what? Like, I panicked, man. Obviously, Ron Washington is a I didn't god mean to bring you. Gods. I didn't mean to bring you back to that play. I meant, I meant, to, I meant to say... That's all I can think about when I think of Austin yeah, Riley. No, I and, get the, it, I get and that he took the last swing of the season for the Braves, and a, that he's, a 95 mile per hour meter down the cock, and he popped it up to left field in yeah. the season. Still uh, still the young, handsome Babe Ruth. We're still here. Um, what were you about to say, though? My bad. Do you know who um, has a lot of... Uh, let's see how I'm going to do this. Has a lot of handsome... Uh, Responsible people working for them, like the Braves and handsome, young, handsome Austin Riley. Let me try this again. Do you know uh, who <laughs> never chokes in October or any other month of the year? Who's that? Travis? The dudes and dudettes at Braddy Electric. Well done. Savannah's sir. best electrical company since 1970. Yes. 1104 East 35th Street. Since 1970, Braddy Electric has been serving Savannah in industrial, residential, and commercial electric- electricity. Needs 
contact Brady Electric at 912-233-1561 today and take your hand away from that socket, the broken uh, switch, or whatever you got going on. Take it away from there and call Brady Electric today. 912-233-1561. Do you think that the Braves changed the narrative like Freddie Freeman said they did? Is the narrative changed? Does it sound or feel like the narrative has changed to you? Change the narrative. What do you mean about about themselves? Freddie Freeman said that this team changed the narrative about I the think, Atlanta Braves. Yes, yes, with a caveat. They choked the three one lead, obviously, and, and a two nothing lead, and a three two lead, and yes, a three three yes, tie. Yes, yes, could have yes. won any of those. Well, of course, you, you have don't, to. You don't, don't have to win that, any of those. By mm. virtue of losing the three one lead, they lost all of those other ones. That checks out. But they did win a playoff series. Got to give it to them. They and they sh- won two, I guess. I mean, they showed up. Yeah, technically, I mean. Or, I wasn't even going to count the first one, but we will. They showed up. I mean, they went 8-4 and four in the postseason. Yeah. They showed up against that great Reds pitching, which I wasn't. we weren't certain that they were. I mean, they, they very easily could have folded whenever Trevor Bauer came out there and looked like fucking. They won two games against the Reds that they yeah. easily could have lost. If the yeah. Reds win either of those or both of those, it's not like the Reds would have stolen it. Yeah, exactly. Right? <laughs> like, exactly. They could have easily won both of so, those So, yes. With so a that's encouraging. Yes, I think, like I said before, I think this team is this far away, man. They're one. They're a Mike Soroka away. If if Soroka comes back and looks anything like he has over the past two years, I say the Braves are one B in the NL, and they're a favorite right to be right back where they are this year. I I, I hope the and I'll give you a chance to wrap up on the Braves here, and then we'll move on. Um, I hope the Braves are really cautious with Mike Soroka, and I think they will be next year. And that's kind of my early thing about the 2021 Braves. I do not think Mike Soroka will be a factor in the regular season for the Atlanta Braves, period. Well, they're saying they're, they're going to have him back by opening day. I don't think it's going to happen. I mean, I've seen Achilles before. Like, I've never seen, I've never, ever seen eight months, ever. Well, it's not like he's got a dunk. You know what I mean? Like, maybe I'm a little ignorant here. He's like, got he's, let, his push-off Are they going to let him pitch when he's 85%? I, hope I don't know. know. I hope they don't let him pitch when he's 97. If, if there's no... He needs to be 100%. If there's no out. risk of re-injury, which I don't know it anything about. I don't you know like anything change about how you injuries. pitch if you're tentative about... This, this might shock you guys, but we're not fucking doctors here. I don't know anything about an Achilles injury. But if there's not a real risk of re-injury, I think they let him go. I mean, he's got to throw. He doesn't have to... I, and I've heard I've heard guys say that it, it affects pitchers just as much as any other. I, I think it's bullshit. They got to throw. They use their arm. I, I don't know. I just hope they're cautious with them, right? Yeah, me too. Um, me too. Me too. All right. Especially if they're like in the playoff hunt and they're doing well, bring them back towards the end of the year for sure. Let's do like thirty words or less uh, on Braves twenty twenty season overall. I'll, I'll go first. I think I'm left with good team moving in the right direction. But was could have easily been a great team, and it's so it's bittersweet. So for me, the narrative is pretty similar to what it's always been. It's bittersweet. Oh, so close, and they folded again. I mean, they could have won or gone to the World Series. They did not. That's how I'm left feeling. Whether it's right or wrong, that's me. Last thoughts on the Braves for you, man. I'm extremely, extremely encouraged, and honestly, I'm proud of what they did as a team. I, uh. I mean, all the you could go down the list with those guys, and yeah, I mean, I'm heartbroken, but I came away feeling that over the next five years they're going to have another shot at this. This might have been their best shot, honest to God, just because of how everything shook out. They didn't have to play; there wasn't any major competition other than the Dodgers. But 
in my mind, I'm, I'm extremely encouraged where the next five years leads. And even after that, I think they've got a great setup, especially on Acuna's contract being as like low per year as it is. Albie's contract being a great deal. They, they got some, uh, they got a high ceiling. So I'm excited. Were you guys also counting uh, all those words? That was so many, so much more than 30 words. It was. On the Braves? I think we should go ahead and take an ad ad break, and then we'll we'll get into the NFL. Are you hearing this feedback in your ear? Yeah, that's why I'm saying we should take an ad break. We're battling, dude. Yeah, we are. We're grinding through it. Uh, Stay with us on the other side. We got a bunch to talk about. The Falcons are 1-0 without Daniel Quinn. Uh, The Georgia Bulldogs choked on national TV again. Uh, And what else on the backside, man? What else we got? Uh, You got a little wedding recap from this past weekend. Um, also, we'll, t- we'll talk some Jeff Tubin. Oh, we got uh, boxing, too. We got boxing, and we got a bunch on the other side. Let's get rid of the static in our ear. Uh, let's revamp, and let's get after it on the other side of the break. We'll talk to you guys in a second. Savannah's Favorite Sports Podcast is now teaming up with Savannah's Favorite Sports Bar. That's right, Trav. We're teaming up with Coach's Corner on Victory Drive, and we could not be more excited to be part of their network. The Hogwarts Podcast is now a part of Coach's Corner Sports Network, so check out Coach's Corner today. They're now serving breakfast Monday through Friday, 6 to 10.30 a.m. Check them out, 3016 East Victory Drive or 912-352-2933. All right, thank you, guys. thank you to the good people at Coach's Corner. John Henderson and those guys, go check them out. As we just heard, in that ad, uh, Coach's Corner has it going on. Uh, you guys already know that if you're listening to this podcast. You're Get you small. some of those Honey Dijon barbecue wings. Man. You're all about the Honey Dijon barbecue wings. I am, man. Surprised that you told the people about that, unlike your uh, futures bets. Um, all right, we got a loaded back half of the episode. Here's what we're going to do. We're just going to rapid fire. But um, if you're good with this, Spencer, we'll go college football, NFL, boxing, golf, Jeffrey Tube and masturbating. Yeah, <laughs> if you're good with that. Or should we start with? The... I am. I'm a, I am. I am. I am. Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll you save the masturbating for last. Well, yeah. We'll bury the lead there. Not you. You don't save them. I'm saying we'll. We will save. Do you save the? Masturbating? We will save the masturbating we'll story. Save, yes. For last. Yes. 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 Um, no way to segue off of that, except for uh, that Georgia was embarrassed uh, on national TV, where the public could see them, much like Mr. Tubin. Uh, Georgia up in the first half, and then in classic Georgia fashion, they got curb stomped in the yeah. second half. They got exposed. I still think Georgia's really good. I think so do you. I do. We both picked Bama uh, leading up to it. Um, t- I took Bama against the spread. Did you take them just to win? I took Bama uh, giving up the six because okay. it's in a pool. I have like they put the game on the slate. I have to pick it, so I'm gonna. But I don't usually bet Georgia one way or the other. Yeah. Um. Georgia was exposed, and I think the one thing I learned, and we won't spend a long time on it, you know, it's a few days removed, obviously. Um, but looking at looking I, ahead, it's something. I mean, they're going to face them again, most likely. Right. So I it's think important. To, what I learned is that they Georgia is not on the level of Alabama, therefore, they are not on the level of Clemson. And hey, I think that's okay. Nobody is on the same level as those two. That's that's not what I took away from that. That's interesting. I thought. I thought if you can beat Bama in a half, when, I mean, even this Georgia, no, they're not on the level. But can they beat Alabama? Absolutely. I think they could beat them. They could yeah. beat them. But uh, all they have to do is do it one time. But look, Alabama 
finds ways to win. And they don't find ways to scrap out wins. They find methods. Like tried and true. They will run the ball, play defense, and then this year they're going to air it out. And now they got Well, they, were, they had everything going this. I'm just saying, like, Georgia, I think, was was serviceable. Like, the stats at the end of the game wouldn't say that they were serviceable in stopping the run, but they were. For a large majority of the game, they were able to make Alabama one-dimensional. Problem is, it didn't fucking matter. Yeah. Because those receivers were nasty. Yeah. And Steve Sarkeesian, their offensive coordinator, what a marvelous job he has to have all those weapons. Well, the the way I look at it, man, is... Boy, it's got to be good to be an Alabama fan, man. Yeah. Goodness. No shit. The way the way I look at it, and they lost by more than two scores. It was there was a seventeen point loss, yeah. granted. So the way I look at it, you can give up forty one points if you're this Georgia team and still win. You can't, however, give up forty one points and throw three picks and win. How, you have to you have to be efficient the, on offense. The turnovers were brutal, yeah, brutal. And man. if Stetson Bennett isn't going to be, he's not going to be Trevor Lawrence or no. Mac Jones for that matter. He's not even going to be Aaron Murray. If he's no, of course not. Yeah. You know how I feel about Mr. Murray. Uh, yeah. I mean, listen, if he's not going to be the game changer, then he has to be the game manager, right? You yeah. cannot call Sets and Bennett cannot be costing you no. possessions. Especially completing less than half your passes. What what really jumps off the page, other than the three interceptions, is that Najee Harris outrushed our entire team. Yeah, bro. but again, like I think I mean he had thirty one attempts, but a lot of those were when when Georgia I think there were like eight, nine minutes left in the game. Georgia kicks a field goal because they have to get, I think they're down by 17. Yeah. Right. Or something where they have to get two touchdowns and a field goal no matter what. So they elect to go for the field goal first because they're fourth and long. Which I always think is smart. For sure. I think everyone was good with that. And uh, J-Pod hadn't missed all year for Georgia and he missed it. He shanked it left. When that happened, you saw the life come out of the Georgia team because now you've, I mean, it's over. At that yeah, point, yeah. when he misses that field goal. And I would say that at least 50, 60, 75 of those yards came in the final eight minutes. So, I mean, it's true. Th- those are a little bit But, pattern. I mean, that's, yeah, but that's like, those are the backbreakers, man. Like, I mean, it if, was you a, can't get, if you can't get a three and out, like, you know what I mean? Like, that that sucks. Yeah, and again, I still think Georgia's really good. Not even a three and out if you can't just stop the clock for a minute. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. make them throw. Yeah. Like, Brutal. They gave up. But, I mean, they gave up forty plus points, and I think Georgia is still one of the best defenses in the country. Yeah, I still came away from that like Georgia's got a really good defense. Yeah, a lot of those. No, I agree. Catches and it, stuff were were really well contested. Now, one of them was a breakaway where the cornerback just fell down, and it was a miscommunication again. It really hurts. That. It really, really hurts. So they couldn't even score a point in the second half. Yeah, I that mean, really hurts. When but, when Saban got the opportunity to go to halftime and adjust. It was, I mean, it was ugly in the second half. Yeah. It was ugly for so the whole does state. That, when, does that tell you that their coaching staff is just a notch above ours? I or think it's that just t- Bama's better, dude. I, I mean, I mean like, they are better, when you're clearly. They got better yourself players. To but... Bama, and like, I'm going to put Clemson there. Whenever I talk Bama, I'm going to put Clemson there and vice versa. I think it's them two and everyone else. I but really we, do. We recruit just as good as those two teams. It's a, like, it's you know back I mean? and forth. And of late, yeah, for sure. George has been up there recruiting, and they've closed the gap. So is is it, an, is it an X is no thing? No, like, is I, it, I think Alabama, be, right? like, Alabama is better than Georgia. Yeah, Georgia uh, yeah, no shit. Be, but Georgia what makes can, what makes Alabama better if they're recruiting the same level players? If they're, I, get dude, I don't it's know. It's got to be coaching, right? Like at some point, but then again, like so if like what Kirby you just Smart said, Kirby, is out coached by Nick Saban, that makes him 
normal. Yeah, I get literally that. no one has ever outcoached Nick Saban over a significant amount of time. He's I mean, got to beat him at some point, though, man. Someone does. He, he's never lost to him. one of his former assistants. I don't know. Man. Uh, the whole state of Georgia was taking L's all weekend. Yeah, Georgia Tech got absolutely what else is new? Curb stomped. So as good as it is to be an Alabama fan, imagine being a Georgia Tech fan. Could be worse. You know who else got curb stomped this weekend? UMass by Georgia Southern. Well, that wasn't where I was going with it, but go ahead and tell me about UMass. Uh, Georgia Southern kicked the shit out of UMass. Uh, UMass, as we know, in it, their alternate jerseys because they couldn't find enough uh, away jerseys. To, that, is, that is a funny fucking story. I'm not doing a service, but they couldn't find enough away jerseys, so the whole thing <laughs> had to be switched. So naturally, they come down and get their ass kicked in Statesboro, but it sets up ne- this week, noon, Georgia Southern will play number 25, Coastal Carolina. And I really want to bet Georgia Southern, but I'm not. But I'm not because I'm disciplined. And if I did, I'd tell you guys about it. <laughs> Who else got curb stomped this week? I was going to go with Lomachenko. Boxing guy. Boxing guy. So this was this guy, Lomachenko. I'm not even going to try and pronounce his first name because I always screw it up. Lomachenko really... Lopez, lightweight. Yeah. This was, this was a, a big lightweight deal. Lightweight fight, Saturday night, ESPN. Yeah, this was, this was a big deal. One, it's like one of the first like legitimate title fights that they've had on ESPN that was like free for everyone. I'm that, pretty sure, right? Uh, well, yeah, and I know, well, I don't know about any of that, but I know the ratings afterwards. It's the most streamed boxing uh Match ever on ESPN platforms? Really? Ever. Really? Unpaid. Well, that, unpaid I mean, that, paid. that actually that, checks out because it was the biggest fight they've ever had for sure. It, it was also they, the biggest uh, draw. It was $3.8 million. Yeah. It was a massive upset, too. I don't, I don't know if you knew anything about Lomachenko, but he was the, I did. He was the number two. And I went back and watched that fight last night. ESPN, shout out ESPN Plus. Yeah. No free ads. It was a good fight. I mean, I thought it was a real, yeah, it started off one sided. Yeah, he got his ass whooped. Man, he brought it back towards the end, but the the scoring at the end was not close. I took a bet. I actually took a bet on Lopez. I put two units on Lopez. Yeah, imagine that. Lopez won. Yeah. Now you're that. telling us after after. Wait, the what am I supposed to do? Text you every time? I put a bet. I put like ten in a week. Yeah, but, tell the people. Not okay. Me. Okay. Yeah, I can do that. I can just post my bets every week. Say That'll be embarrassing. But I put a bet on Lopez. He looked great. And what's notable about this fight is that he's the youngest. Lightweight, I, I believe it's just lightweight. He might be the youngest, period, to unify all four belts, which just like never happens anymore because right. of like politics and shit. Right. But, well, and they don't fight enough. Yeah. Like, I mean, they're only fighting twice, but two, three times a year. Like this guy Lopez, I'm gonna be following him, you know, for yeah. months on end. Lopez I, I the see what American. This guy can do. Yeah. Lopez the American. Lomachenko the Ukraine. Ukrainian. Czechoslovak. Yeah. Something like that. Whatever. But also, Pittsburgh. I know I've told you about my guy, Ryan Garcia. He fights in the same division as Lopez. Got called out immediately by Lopez, by Ryan Gar- Ryan Garcia calls him out. He says, after Luke Campbell, I want to fight Gar- uh, Garcia. Or excuse me, Lopez. There Lopez can fight whoever he wants. He's yeah. got all four belts. And just to be clear, it's it's there's different federations uh, within yeah. boxing. So it, It's so dumb the way they do it. It's not like, I don't know. Yeah, It's just, it's different. I mean, it's like tennis scoring. Almost. It's like, like having. Well, why would you count by fifteen? So what's the fucking point? Yeah. Why did you do that to us? Well, they've got. They basically have four UFCs. Well, they ha- like, yeah, but like, U- like I'm saying, like, you can be the belt. A lot of people don't realize you can be the belt holder. Yeah. In IBF. Yeah. Or, you know, uh, ABA or whatever it is, the four different federations or unions. WBO. Right, and you can fight in these different things. I equate it to almost in golf, where it's like 
you can win on the PGA Tour, you can win on the European Tour, and you can play in the Masters. There's yeah. three different things. You know what yeah. I mean? Like the Masters is not on the PGA Tour. European Tour is not associated with PGA Tour, but you can still be a part of all those things yeah. at once. So, I mean, it, it, I think it would be the equivalent. It's the equivalent of being like number one in on the European Tour and number one on the PGA Tour. It's happened a few times. Yeah. Like, it happens every now, yeah, every yeah, few yeah. years. It's, it's tough to do, for sure. Yeah. It's being number one on the European tour is like dating the homecoming queen that got voted in because she was really cool and like not all that hot. Did you ever get to date a homecoming queen? Yeah, my actual senior girlfriend was the homecoming queen. No way. Yeah, big flex. Thank you for asking me that. No worries, dude. She sounds pretty sick. That sounds You know her. What are you talking about? I'm just saying that sounds still awesome to date a homecoming queen. Yeah, that I know. sounds pretty sick, bro. Privileged. Yeah. Blessed. Blessed. Um you know who else is blessed? Our guy Johnny Carr. New sponsor alert. John Carr Real Estate. <laughs> John Carr Real Estate. Uh, Carr with two R's. Contact him at 912-228-0916 or visit him at 6349 Abercorn Street and on Facebook and Instagram at John Carr 192 Johnny Carr is who you want to be buying or helping you buy a house or helping you sell a house in the Savannah area, especially if you are a younger person trying to get learn more about real estate, yeah, buy your own, like buy a property, buy a house, or sell a house, midtown on the islands, downtown, you know, out at like in pooler everywhere. This guy is selling and buying houses nonstop. So yeah, we, I cannot vouch for John. Well, first, Carr he's sharp as a whip. First off, but he's borderline the most friendly person I've ever met, and he grinds. He grinds, dude. You want Wait. someone, if you're buying a house or selling a house, you want someone to grind for you, not to be like a face on a sign. Yeah. Quick story about this guy. So whenever we whenever we were discussing his sponsorship, we all went out and played golf. And before the round even started, he was out talking to every single person on the golf course, and they wanted to talk to him. Holding court. Oh, yeah, holding court. Yeah. Never seen anything like it. If I did that, they would be like, get away from me, weirdo. But this guy, I mean, he's he's a natural-born seller, you can tell. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't that sharp on the course that day, but I think, you know, John Carr yeah, was. He, he was talking to my back. Par. Listen, he was talking about my backswing a little bit because he was holding court. Dude, you want a few conversations. Not you, want, a deal. you want the guy selling your house to be shooting two over par. That's all I'm saying. Striping it all over the golf course. Oh, so, man. again, John Carr Real Estate. Go like his page on Facebook. Go follow him on Instagram, jcarr192, and call him today just to have a conversation and just to see how you can get started buying or selling your house in the Savannah area, 912-228-0916, John Carr Real Estate. All right, Spencer, uh, we're off of boxing. We hit college football. Now let's hit the NFL quickly. The Dolphins have moved on from Ryan Fitzpatrick at 3-3. Three and three. It's to a time in Miami. It is. So let me hear your feelings on this, uh, just because you're a Dolphins fan. One of the four. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's my joke for the for the Hawks. That's not cool. No, Larry started that. Actually. No, Larry did not start that. I started that. But let me hear let me hear your feelings on the Dolphins right now and that new direction. Anxiously excited, also a little confused. That's what I. That's why I was thinking confused. I think with the expanded playoffs, the Dolphins were a playoff team with Ryan Fitzpatrick. I really do. Now I don't know if that means they were one of the best eight teams in the AFC, but they their schedule lined up where they could feasibly win nine games and go to the playoffs. Now, with a rookie quarterback and the trade deadline less than two weeks away, 
I don't know what the direction is. Like, I'm glad Tua's going to play, and I'm glad we're going to get to see him. And I know that if he's playing, and he is, they announce him as a starter, they are 100% confident in his health. Like, I've heard that. So you don't think that's, no, 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 confident in his health. Okay. Over and over again, they were like, if he's 99%, he will not play. Yeah. Period. And they, like, backed that up. I mean, they backed that up. They could have easily started Tua Tagovailoa. In, to open the season, but they didn't. No. And, and like Fitzpatrick led them to three and three. I thought that might. Let me ask you this: Do you think that means they're completely confident in his play and that he's better than Ryan Fitzpatrick right now, or do you no. think it means because that's what a lot of people are saying? I don't think that it means that they think that he's going to do better than Ryan Fitzpatrick. Is what, doing. what a lot of what a lot of talking heads are saying is that since they've been so adamant that he's not going to play unless he wins the starting job. That they actually think this will add them, give them a new element early on, and it you might. I mean, it might, but it might. But I think they do three. it regardless. Is what I'm saying. Okay. And I think maybe, maybe you pull Ryan Fitzpatrick when the stock is at its highest. He does this every time he gets a starting gig. He goes on a three or four week run. Vikings need a Vikings need a quarterback. Vikings do need a quarterback. Vikings the Cowboys need a quarterback. The Niners may need a quarterback. Niners That's a quarterback, quarterback. needed now. Um, I don't think Ryan Fitzpatrick gets traded, but I know this, if you start Tua, and they are, so you can't go back. Yeah. Can you? You can get a third round pick for Ryan Fitzpatrick, Maybe, right? but what if you got a six? You still take it, right? Yeah. You, you can't pull Tua now, can you? No, 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 no. Unless, like, an injury. Or yeah. God yeah you, can't, you can't Give pull me some him. Wood. You don't want to shake his not confidence. But. Fins up, though. Three and three, they could still make the playoffs if Very Tua well. Is They're playing good football. Absolutely could make the playoffs. They're playing good football. The Falcons are 1-0 without Dan Quinn. Shh. They're one no in their last one, Spinny. We knew that was coming, right? I mean, we knew they were going to win immediately. You think right? they're going to rip off five of seven? They're, yeah, you? they're going to win seven. They're going to go seven and nine. That can't, that cannot happen. Duh. Uh, I was listening to a show today. Um, trying to remember what it was. I like to keep credit. Uh, Christian Gokel on second down on ESPN Coastal was talking about the Falcons and them pursuing a new coach and GM. Also, while weighing options of trading Matt Ryan and Julio Jones, like we talked about last week, he made a good point. Christian Gokel did. He said that if you trade Jones and or Ryan, the job of the Falcons does become less appealing. Maybe not by a lot, but if I'm trying to decide between the Texans and the Falcons as a head coaching gig, and I think Eric Bieniemy, the coordinator for the Chiefs, will be deciding between those two teams, if not more, uh... If you're deciding between Deshaun Watson and Houston or the Falcons who just traded maybe Matt Ryan and or Julio Jones, you know, I don't know that I would take the Falcons, the job of the Falcons over the Texans if I'm Eric Bieniemy. I don't know because, I mean, the, the, the Texans Falcons, job is a better job. Falcons if, if, core is older, but the talent is better in saying, Atlanta. What if Ryan and or Jones is traded prior to yeah, then the you don't GM or the coach getting hired, you don't right? Take it then. So that I I didn't I didn't think about it that way, and that's like a good point. I, yeah, I think. you can't really go trading Jones and Orion if you don't have a GM yet. You know what you, I mean? That's yeah. like a franchise changing trade. I, and I, I yeah, I never think of it. I never think of it in terms of the GM is gone. All I've been thinking about is that Dan Quinn's gone because that I mean that's right, the but one it's that's like been a bane on our existence. Whoever gets hired, a GM is gonna hire the. True. Coach, right? Yikes. You have to let the GM hire. Why do you let? Why do you let the GM and the coach go at the same time? Some people. Well, I mean, like that's crazy. 
Does that ever happen? Yeah, yeah. In the off season, well, not it happened in the... to Bill O'Brien because he was both. Yeah, that's why you not... never make your, you never want to be both, bro. Yeah, if you're the coach, you can blame it on the GM. If was well, basically you can blame that's it on what the they coach. do. It, they do that in New England, and that's why everybody tries it. <laughs> that's true. I, who could blame them? I mean, yeah. New England. Um, although the Dolphins might win the AFC East. Speaking of the Dolphins, I did want to. I did want to bring up this one point. Two is left-handed. No, that's an astute point by you. Go ahead. I like two where is, you're going. Two is left-handed. Do you know the last you guys, time? Turn, turn your dials up. And Let's I know you. This. I know you do know this because I already asked you this before, Pond. But do you know the last time a left-handed quarterback started in the NFL? Um. Well, I mean, 2016, Kellen Moore. 2016, Kellen Moore nailed it. Why do you think there's so few left-handed started quarterbacks in the NFL? I think Mark Brunel probably cornered the market early. No, the, that's a, can't. That can't be it for the Jags. I mean, we've we've got there's two Hall of Famers. Hmm. One of them, Steve Young. Don't know the other. I, mean, I think there's just uh, less left-handed people in the world. Well, there's they make up ten percent of the population. They Did make you know, up out of all NFL pass throwers, zero point eight five percent. They make up ten percent of the population. Zero point eight five percent are left-handers. That doesn't add up. All, all time. All time. All time, zero point eight five percent of NFL court starting quarterbacks. No, not starters. Or NFL quarterbacks People that have thrown, have thrown a pass. passes. Point eight five percent of passes all time in the NFL have been thrown by a left-handed quarterback. Yes. Whoa, that's wild, right? Good stat. That doesn't make sense. That's, that's good. Got, it will, I mean, it's that's something so blatant. I never think about it, but there are no left-handed quarterbacks in the league right now, other than Tua. So what the fuck? Do you think it's? Do you think it has something to do with like the offensive line or like plays? Because no, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Because it's got to be just as difficult for the offense to adjust to it as the defense. I mean, the defense to adjust to it as the offense. Like they, they're used to playing one way, shielding one way. You know, that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know that it's. I mean, I, I just can't think of anything that would make it. Did I just fucking get you, bro? Well, Are I you just befuddled. I'm trying to think. Is there like a way? Like the only thing I could think of the difference between a right-handed and a left-handed quarterback is that the value of the left tackle and right tackle. Swaps. You just switch them, right? Well, it swaps. Like, yeah. you pay your right tackle. Like, the Dolphins' left tackle is out for the next, like, six weeks. Yeah. Now they make a quarterback move. You don't. You wouldn't necessarily do that, but two is blindside is not the left But tackle. you just switch the left tackle to, to right saying, tackle. Excuse me. I'm saying, like, when you're building your franchise, like, the left yeah. tackle is one of the most premium. Players. No, yeah, yeah, I know, I know. But can't the left tackle play right tackle just as easily? You wouldn't. You wouldn't. You, would, you wouldn't have a great. You wouldn't pay a lot of money for a left tackle. No, I know, but it, a lot of money okay, for the right so tackle. they've already paid a lot of money for a left tackle, right? The Dolphin, assuming, yeah, assuming no, he was healthy. With the right tackle, they've paid okay. more to the right, or they've invested more to the right side of the line. Huh? The right guard Solomon Kinley, Ooh. a rookie out of Georgia, is on his way to big a Pro brain Bowl here. Appearance. Big brain here, dude. So they knew this was coming. They knew they were taking to his a first long time. pass play. To his first pass play ever mm-hmm. in the NFL last week was a rollout left, almost identical to the play that he last played. At Alabama when he got his hit. Yeah, and he hurt his head. Absolutely crushed like an old bag. He didn't look bad either. And you know what? I kept I kept saying when I, I watched... I like the family shtick. Yeah. Yeah, that shit's lame. But oh, I, I kept thinking this. I, I haven't watched uh, much of Kyler Murray this this past year or the year before since he left you know, Oklahoma. He's actually. buried in Arizona with the University of Phoenix and Larry Fitzgerald. But dude, holy shit. He's so fun to fun to watch. Like I couldn't stop thinking Kyler about Murray? it. Kyler Murray? Yeah. Oh, he's yeah, he's so, great. so little and so fast. He's like all over the place. I kept thinking the same thing about Tua. Tua's not like that level of athlete, but yeah. 
I mean, it's just so much more fun to watch guys like that than somebody just take three steps back and try and throw the ball. Yeah, I mean, he's like boring. a rare talent. I think it's going to be cool to watch how him and Burrow kind of arc. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because like, Burrow, Battle it, it out. Burrow is that guy that's yeah the old school prototypical. He's a rollout guy, though, too. I mean, he can, but I'm yeah. saying like this guy is the prototypical like he reminds me more of Matt Stafford than I think anyone that's come out since Stafford. Yeah, maybe Josh Allen with a little more mobility. To, but, yeah, he's got all the throws though. Um, anything else on the NFL? We're gonna segue if that's cool. Segue. Um, left-handers in the NFL rare. Left-handers on the PGA Tour and Champions Tour even more rare. Not even more rare. Less rare. More. Rare. More rare. More rarer. Rarer. Rare eye. Rare eye. Um, Rariest. Phil Mickelson has taken his douchebag sunglasses and just overall asshole attitude to the Champions Tour and is beating up on old men is what he's doing. He's played in two Champions Tours events because he's turned 50. He's won both of them. Dude, I would too. Now, he's playing in the final round last Sunday in the middle of bumfuck. And uh, standard guys on the Champions Tour leaderboard here, Bernard Langer, uh, Mike Weir, Dudes like this. Well, Mike Weir is in the final group with Phil Mickelson, also a lefty. Mike Weir was routinely hitting. I think he hit 13 or 14 fairways, Mike Weir did. He was routinely hitting 40, 50, 60, 70 yards further back than Phil Mickelson. Spencer, I'm not talking about like pitching wedge to nine iron. Yeah. Mike Weir was hitting six irons in to win. Yeah, that's not fair. I mean, it's a fucking joke. And only Phil Mickelson would do this. Do you think... Tiger Woods ever, no. ever takes his show you know to what? the Champions Tour? You know what, dude? You you would do that. Of course, but if you were 50, if you were 50 and you were Phil Mickelson, you would do that. And I, I know I know why, too. I'm skipping my PGA Tour career, and people know this. Like, I am on a trajectory towards Champions Tour when I turn 50. No, I mean, if you that's were right when Phil I will turn pro. Mickelson, if you were Phil I'd Mickelson. I'd jump off a cliff, you, is what I'd do if I was Phil Mickelson. If you were Fuck Phil him. Mickelson and you had a skill set, once you turn 50, you would 110% play in the Champions Tour, and I know that for I'm a reason. I'm just saying, it's just another way to prove that he ain't Tiger and he ain't Oh, close. yeah, of course he's not But Tiger. I'm saying, he ain't you're he not going to let it, me tell dude. the story, though, are you? Tell the story. Okay. About so, future hypothetical Trav. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. It has nothing to do with golf. You were on a date one time, and I've done the exact same thing. You were on a date one time. That sounds nothing like me. And uh, you went to play ping pong with this date. You remember this story? I think so. And you beat her ass like 21 to zero. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, was this yeah. at a bar? Yeah. Or at the this house is, I lived yeah. at? Yeah, I think it was at the bar. Okay. The same thing I've done a million times. Every every date I take, hey, do you want to play a game? And I tell them I'm going to kick your fucking ass well, right before we play. But don't they and, always, don't girls always do the same thing? Don't, are you taking it easy on me? Yeah. Don't take it easy yeah. on me. No, 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 no. I'm not taking it easy and on you. And it's like, yo, I don't kill mind, you. Like, But I can let a girl hang around. Like, I can win 21-10. I can. I can make that show. No. Well, you don't have this, the paddle, general paddle skills that I have, and I think most... Well, I'm just not an actor. I can't be like, oh, man, my bad. Yeah, I am. Uh, no. I am. I'm a chameleon. I adapt right. to my surroundings, and I can do that. But when they so, say, don't take it easy on me, I'm going to serve you the forehand, and I'm going to beat your ass. Did so, I shut her out? This, yeah, I'm pretty sure. So the second you turn 50, dude, you're taking it to we those did old it for men. A while. Yeah, you did. Long time. I knew it wasn't right. Well, hmm. I, I, I won, so... Set the, set the tone early in the relationship. Uh, also, I'm still single, ladies. Uh, <laughs> um, all right, we have to get to our guy, Jeff Tubin. Oh, man. Don't we? Yeah. Jeff Tubin, the reporter at The New Yorker, uh, is on a Zoom call, and it's a simulation of election night 
or debate night or something yeah. where reporters from the New Yorker are on the Zoom call and they're all playing a role of what's going to happen. So one guy's playing Joe Biden, mm-hmm. one guy's playing Trump, one guy's playing the moderators. And no, 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 no. It was, it, it was, it was like a some kind of courtroom simulation. Right, right, right. But it was. And he was playing the judge. Okay, yeah. He was playing. Uh, our guy, Tubin. Yeah. T O O B I N. Yeah. You cannot make it up. Tubin. Tubin. Sounds Tubin. like a guy that would be what? Yeah. Masturbating publicly on a Zoom call. <laughs> he has been. Now, hear this, Spencer. Hear this. Two things from this. You guys do yourselves a favor and look up this story for sure, but here's the gist of it. Within the Zoom call, they take a break, and at some point in time, Tubin thinks, and he's quoted as saying this, that he has, quote, muted his mic so nobody can see him. I don't think, Jeff, that you have a firm grasp. I, well, no, I don't firm want to say grasp firm grasp. There, firm Let grasp me take there. that back. Let me, work no that. Let me walk intended. that back. No, no, no. Always lose, <laughs> lose grips. Jeff knows this. Jeff thinks that if you mute your mic, people can't see you. And so therefore, therefore, he takes out his hand and places his genitalia in it and starts going to town just, himself just in front and vigorously, bro. Two anonymous sources through Vice News said yeah. that it was roughly ten minutes. Again, I wish I would have said the <laughs> word rough, but that's what it was. Tubin has been suspended Yo, from the New Yorker. Just suspended. They called it an they accident. Fire him. They called it an accident too. Do you know this? Do you know that no they continued the simulation after? Yeah. He gets off the... Damn it. I can't stop saying these fucking terms. He doesn't he get off. off. No, no. He logs off the Zoom call, unbeknownst to him that they had just seen the 10 minutes of glory, uh, then gets back... That's a pretty long time. Then gets dude. back That's on the Zoom call. To, to That's the thing. He's browse, well, he's browsing, for sure. <laughs> he's a storyline guy. Yeah, he's a storyline guy. He's a storyline guy. Right, he's gotta be. Or like twelve I can, filters. I can see he's on like page like one fifty on Pornhub. Oh, yeah, he's really specific, like he's already seen seventeen of the ads. You know they said. You know they said he thought he was on a separate Zoom call, so he's having Zoom sex while he's doing exactly. This. And it's like, dude, it's fucking weird. Wh- what it, on earth is going on? And the New Yorker responds by suspending him. Yeah. You know, so, so then what is the what's a fireball? Offense? I don't know. I mean, what on earth could be a fireball offense if not for? Uh, I don't know. the The funniest thing to me was that people were trying to me to him afterwards. Like, like he was clearly intentionally trying to do this. Like he was like, like I saw all the tweets. That's was, giving him too much credit. I know. I saw all the tweets. It was like I can't believe all they've done is suspend this guy. Which, which fair, but for well, it's just hilarious exposing himself to his female coworkers. Like there were females present. How dare he? All this shit. It's like, bro, the dude was jacking off at a computer. But and look, he's an old dumb dude. Clearly, I need like, to say that. No other section of society would know to document the length of time. Length. Length <laughs> of time uh, that it went. Ha- but only a Zoom call of reporters see news as it's happening and they get the facts here. Well, how Ruff- did, roughly how did, 10 minutes. So many questions. How did they not turn the fucking. Zoom call off when somebody noticed. So like, it was a whole Zoom conference, and he's in like a little box. One of I mean, several. Once somebody sees that, I'm ending the whole thing. I don't know if. Yeah, like a moderator or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like how did that keep going on? Maybe and he's like, just jacking it underneath his robes. Hold dude. on now. Maybe. Now. Maybe he's the moderator. Simu- when you're Oh my God, what if he's the moderator? He's the judge. What if he's the fucking moderator and he's just fucking yanking it, dude? Um. Whoa. In a simulation, you don't want to like 
cut it off because you're like, you don't know, is this part of the, <laughs> is this what the judge, I've never been in a courtroom, no, is this what either. the judge does? No. Just the, I don't, they, they thought he was banging the gavel just over and over and over. The again. Vice News article says at one point that the, his camera tilted down, exposing his penis. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, wait a second now. No! If you're telling me this guy had a green screen and a fluffer before this, <laughs> I'm out. I'm out on it. I'm out on Tubin. Jeff. I'm selling high on Jeff Tubin. Oh, Jeff. Long time, Jeff. Dude, he's got a career ahead of him. Long, long, long. He just lost him. one career. He's got to start another one. He's got to strike while the iron's hot. Strike while the iron. There's something there. Mm-mm. Um, Not sexual in the slightest. What else you got, my man? Nothing more for me. I'm good on Jeff. Did you go to Tubin. a wedding this weekend? Oh, shit. Yeah, I did. Honestly, it's pretty tough for me to recap that one, man. You don't have to recap it. I mean, let's just... Uh, did you have a date flown in from out of town and meet here for the no, first no, time? No, 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 no. So you went a different route with not this Not out of town. This was a in-towner. She's a bartender I know. We had a blast. Did I anyone... Don't, get... I don't remember much, honestly. Now, comparison to my younger brother's wedding, which we recapped. Right. Check out episode 21? Who knows? 24. Who fucking 21 knows? or 24. Check it out. Wedding recap episode. That was a banger wedding. Yeah. How how did this one oh, stack this, up? This wedding, this, wedding, uh, this one was a more mature wedding for sure. It was older Sounds people. Terrible. It was older people. Well, no, 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 no. I mean, like more mature in that they were older. We still did the same fucked up stupid shit. But so we had like uh, no Zoom call simulation. No, 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 no. I'm sure there was. Never mind. Anyway, <laughs> so we all had, <laughs> we all had a room on the same floor basically. So there was that like dynamic. That was fun, and I mean, plenty of drinks were flowing. The the beer was flowing like wine, as they say. But dude, <laughs> drinks are flowing, girls are girls are dancing. I think I'm just good on any more weddings this year. Like, please stop getting married, people. Filled up your quota. Yeah, good lord, dude. I mean, I think I literally might need a liver transplant if we do another one. So many of you bros are getting married. Yeah, and you're making me feel sad. Not really, actually. Yeah, no, I just couldn't like imagine. I mean, I guess if she can hang in ping pong, I don't know. Yeah, that's what you need, dude. That's that's it. If that's the criteria, I'll never find a mate. Because you're that good at ping pong? I'm a problem. Listen. You're pretty good. I am a problem on the table My all-time record to you is not great. No, it's not. It's not. But unlike your prop bets, we have legitimate validation for it beforehand and afterwards. I'll do my best. I'll post them on the Hot Grids Instagram. How about that? Just, you know, say your bets before they turn out to be gold. Fine. Uh, Take us away, Trav. You know what you guys should do is follow us on Twitter at Podcast Grits. Rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts. We had a problem a couple weeks ago with For the uh, past two episode weeks. 30 and episode 31. We're not originally on Apple. They are now. So what you do is go to Apple, scroll to the bo- click the subscribe button at the top, scroll to the bottom, five stars only, rate us, talk about us in cool ways, and tell your friends, obviously only your cool friends, no nerds allowed. Follow me on Twitter at Jadon Sports and email the podcast uh, at hotgridspod at gmail. Don't forget to follow me com. at uh, Spencer Maddox underscore and please for the love of God don't invite me to your wedding the underscore was so so critical so alright important. check out Coach's Corner thank you to sponsors Brady Electric and John Card that's episode 32 we're rolling rolling through season 2 guys rumbling bumbling and stumbling we'll see you next week and until then stay safe and wash your hands you filthy animals peace